Greetings, lovely humans, and welcome to Life in a Backpack, a podcast where we talk about minimalism, working online, and traveling the world on a budget. Today's topic is going to focus on getting rid of your clothes. And the reason why I wanted to do a separate episode on this alone is because clothes are usually the number one personal item that people have to deal with when they're decluttering. For a lot of people, it's by far the largest category of items they have, and it's also a difficult category in many ways, firstly because we associate clothes so closely with our identity, and oftentimes when we purchase clothes, it's not just for the utility of having clothing, but rather purchasing clothes either for our aspirational selves. So sometimes people will purchase clothing that is not for the lives that they actually have and the people that they actually are, but rather the people that they would like to be. So for example, if you're somebody who would like to lose weight, sometimes you'll purchase clothes that are two sizes too small or that are of a style that aren't flattering on you at the moment because you aspire to lose that weight and you aspire to be someone who can wear that article of clothing. And sometimes when we're decluttering our closets and we're looking at these clothes that are an expression either of our aspirational identity or even of our current identity, sometimes it feels almost like you're giving up on that identity or like you're giving up on the aspirations that those clothes encompass for you. And in part for that reason, I think we also have the tendency to make impulsive purchases or emotional purchases, in particular when we're buying items of clothing. Because when we're making that purchase, we're not only looking to buy the clothing itself, but we're also trying, in a sense, to purchase a tangible expression of that identity or of that aspiration or of something else that's intangible to us, like, for example, social status. And the end result of that, I think, is that we end up with a lot of clothing that we regret purchasing, either because we buy it and it's not practical for us to wear, either because it doesn't fit our lifestyle or just doesn't look good on us. So for example, if you aspire to be somebody who's really social and go to cocktail parties every night, you might buy a cocktail dress thinking, oh yes, I'm going to be that person who goes out to cocktail parties every single night, and then you're going to end up with a closet of 10 cocktail dresses and two t-shirts, even though you're somebody who rarely goes out at night. Or we buy clothing that tries to capture some degree of completeness and contentedness. So sometimes we're in the store and we buy a blouse and we think, oh, this is like the perfect blouse. And if I buy this blouse, this is going to be the blouse that I wear every single day and that I'm not going to get tired of. And that's that dopamine rush of an impulse purchase that's starting to have its effect. But then inevitably, we do get tired of it, and it does lose its shine over time. And then it sits in our closet, rarely worn, and we look at it and regret making that purchase. So when we then go to declutter our closets, that can bring about a lot of feelings of guilt because we look at items that are rarely worn, and it feels like a waste to get rid of them. And we wish we could go return that item and just get the money back for it. And it can sometimes be really difficult to just accept that that money is gone and that that decision is in the past and it's spent. And it's almost impossible to get back the money that you regret spending, especially with clothes, because clothes have a very strong drive it off the lot effect. That is, especially with low to mid-range clothes, the minute it leaves the store, it loses at least half of its value. And so sometimes you can spend $30 on a top and its resale value realistically is around $5. And I think this is the point at which people get stuck when they're decluttering, either because there's a mismatch between the amount of 
dollar value that that article of clothing has for them versus the dollar value that it's going to have for anybody who might be looking to purchase it. Or that guilt drives people to spend months or even sometimes years trying to sell their clothes because they're trying to recoup that lost money and thereby relieve themselves of the guilt associated with having spent it in the first place. So today I wanted to go over some of the different methods for getting rid of your clothes and what makes the most sense from both a time perspective and a financial perspective. Because it can be very time consuming to try and sell your clothes in particular, and I think there's a really strong tendency to lose track of how much time we're actually spending trying to get like $5 for that pair of shoes or that top that we're trying to sell, and oftentimes it doesn't even make sense to try and sell them. But there are things that have some resale value, and there are cases either with particular items or sets of financial circumstances where it does make sense at least to try to sell them. But first, just some general rules of thumb when it comes to selling your clothes. Firstly, if you have a large closet, and by large closet I mean anything more than 50 items that you want to get rid of, you should be aware that if you're going to try and sell your items and you want to sell every single one of them, this will likely take you months, but more realistically, probably years. And that's not to say that you shouldn't try to sell your clothes. Everyone has different priorities when it comes to time and when it comes to money. But if you're somebody who's decluttering because you're looking for a sense of freedom, then that's something to take into consideration, exactly how long you're willing to hang on to your clothes before any amount of money that you could potentially get is no longer worth it to you. And I think a really good strategy for this is to set a deadline and stick to it. Because it can be really easy to get sucked into the spiral of thinking, oh, well, you know, like, let's just keep it up for a few more weeks and maybe it'll sell. Or let's just reduce the price one more time and it'll sell. Or let's just cross post it one more time and it'll sell. Again, if you're willing to hang on to your clothes almost indefinitely, then that's completely fine. But if not, then make a promise to yourself that you're going to make an honest effort to try and sell it for a set period of time. And if by the end of that period of time you still haven't sold it, then you're going to prioritize your time and your sense of freedom and happiness over those remaining clothes, and you're going to go donate them. The second thing to note on the other side of this coin is that you should be aware that not all donations actually get used or find a second home, and it is very, very difficult to recycle fabric. As of yet, we don't have a very good economical way to recycle used textiles, so even if you are donating your clothes, you are going to have some environmental impact. And not only that, but some companies that receive clothing donations actually bail them up and sell them by the lot in other countries, and that can actually have a significant impact on local producers of textiles in those places. So all of that simply to say, just because you're donating your clothes doesn't mean it doesn't have any impact whatsoever. And if you're somebody who cares a lot about that, you may want to take a little bit of extra time to make sure that your used clothes go to a good home and to directly into the hands of somebody who's going to use them, especially if they're clothes that are of really high quality or in a really great condition and can be used for a significant period of time by somebody else. The third consideration is that even if you do take the time to sell all of your clothes, there's a good chance you will not be paying yourself minimum wage. So everyone quantifies the value of their time a little bit differently, and I'm not necessarily saying that your time 
is worth more or less than a minimum wage. That's a decision that you have to make for yourself. But you should be aware that selling clothes isn't just a matter of making an ad and then just letting it sit until one day a buyer comes along. So you need to sort the clothes and you need to figure out what condition they're in and describe that condition in the ad. You need to take pictures of them. And oftentimes on some platforms, clothing will only sell well if there are also stock photos. So you need to go find the stock photos of that item on the internet. And then you need to make the listing typically on a number of different platforms if you want to sell them as quickly as possible. Then you have to interact with possible sellers either to answer questions about the item or to accept or reject offers or to physically meet them to give them the item. And then also you have to give the item to that person, i.e. you actually have to physically go and hand it to them or you need to bundle it up and package it and go to the post office and send it to them. So there is this entire administrative end that's involved in selling clothes, and some people are able to do that at scale and actually turn it into a valid side gig, and that's fair enough, and those people do probably do earn more than minimum wage, but if you're just selling your own personal clothes, there's a good chance that you're going to be making very little by the hour in order to get rid of them. So knowing that, it's also important to consider if instead of selling your old clothes, you might instead want want to go do some extra work, or you might want to invest that time in some sort of skill building, or spend time with your family and friends, or really anything else that your time is valuable for. And again, the amount of value that each hour of your time has is really up to you. But a good strategy for kind of hedging your bets here is to start by selling some of your higher value clothes, where you know that you're likely to get more money out of them per hour that you spend selling those clothes. And that serves as a good litmus test. So if you know right off the bat after selling those first few items that that totally wasn't worth it to you, then you know it's only going to get worse with the low value items. So at that point, you also know that for you in particular, you're probably better off trying to donate or sell those clothes instead. So with those in things in mind, let's look at some ways that you can get rid of your clothes either by giving them away or by selling them. So the very first thing to note is not about clothes directly, but about towels and bedsheets and other things that you're likely to find in your closet. So these are things that are really difficult to sell in part because of low demand for them, but also in part for hygiene reasons. So I think the best way by far to get rid of those things is to give them to an animal shelter. And animal shelters use them as bedding and for cleanup and other things like that. And most shelters, in my experience, are really grateful to get that. And those things are good things to get out of the way first, too, because they do tend to occupy a large volume of space in your closet. And that's just going to give you a little bit of momentum and physical room to work through the rest of your things. If you are looking to get rid of your clothes and you're not really looking for any money for them, there's a few things you can do. So by far the lowest impact way to get rid of your clothes that might also get you some brownie points is to give it away to other people. So you can do this just by texting people and saying, hey, I have some clothes that I don't want. Do you maybe want to go through them to see if there's something that you do want? Or if you have a particular piece that you think somebody might like, you can take a picture of it and send it to that person and say, hey, do you want this? Or another really common thing to do is... A lot of communities will have local clothing swaps. So basically the concept here is that you show up with your huge bag of clothes and you dump them on the table. And 
it's a take it or leave it system. So you leave your own clothes there and then you're able to go through everyone else's clothes that they've decided to give away and you can choose whichever clothes you want and take those home with you. You can also give clothes away to strangers if that's something that you want to do. And basically, this is just like reselling, except that you're doing it for free. So usually the way most people do this is they just have a bag of clothes of a particular size, and then they make an ad that says like, clothes, 50 pieces, X condition, size medium, or whatever it is. A slight variation on this is to give them away for resellers. So in particular, if you're worried about the environmental impact of those clothes and you want them to go into somebody else's hands, you can track somebody down who resells clothes for a living. So this is a really common side gig that people have is they just take used clothes and resell them for a profit. And you can either give those clothes away to them for free and say, here, go resell them. Or you can charge them a symbolic amount of money for it, like let's say like $10 for 15 pieces that are in resellable condition. If you want to donate them, there's two main types of organizations that will take your clothes. One is an organization that is not in the business of reselling clothes at all. So what those organizations are going to do with your clothes is they're either going to bail them up and sell them in bulk or they're gonna resell them to a thrift store at really low cost and they're gonna use that money to fund their own activities. And then the second type of organization is one that's going to resell them directly. So this is typically one that will have an established thrift store and they'll go through them and decide what they think is in resellable condition. They'll try and sell them for a period of time and then they'll get rid of whatever doesn't sell. And the stats on this are kind of mixed, but in general, of the donations that they get, usually they're able to sell between 20 and 50% of them. And so then they take the profits from that and again, put it towards their main activity as an organization. And so if this is a route you want to pursue, do be aware that a lot of these organizations will be able to give you a tax receipt. This depends on the country that you live in. And also whether the organization is for profit. So unless you have really high value items, they're not going to give you a tax receipt for each individual thing that you donate, but they'll just take a bag and usually weigh it and give you a tax receipt for that amount. So those are kind of the main ways that you can go about donating cl your clothes if you just want to give them away. But onto some ways that you can sell your clothes for money. One thing you can do is sell them to an online consignment store. So there are two main types of online consignment. The first is buy the bag. So what the company will do is you can go online to their website and you can request a bag for your clothes and they will send you a bag with a prepaid shipping label and you stuff all of your clothes into that bag and ship it off to them and they will go through the clothes and decide what they want to take and resell and they'll pay you a portion of the amount that they intend to sell it for, for any clothes that they do accept. And then the clothes that they don't accept, you either have the option of requesting that they send it back to you or having them donate it on your behalf. A couple of things to note about this though. So firstly, the amount that you're going to get is very, very small. So typically around 10 to 30% of the value of the item is the share that you're going to get for everything except really high value items. So if you're trying to sell your clothes for the maximum amount of money possible, this is probably not the way to go. The second thing about this, and the reason why I don't like this method, is because some companies will actually charge you for the bag i.e. they will charge you for the distinct pleasure of sending them inventory that they can buy off of you for a profit. And the reason why I don't really like this is, first of all, because you can only fit so many bags into a bag, 
a lot of people actually end up taking a loss. So it costs them more to ship the items to them than the payout that they're going to get. And then second of all, I just think from an ethical standpoint, like the margins on this are already so high. So if you're giving them inventory that is close to free, then I think in principle, they should be the people who are paying for you to ship it to them if you're already putting in the work to do that. So that's just my personal opinion, but this isn't necessarily my favorite way to do it except for companies that will still offer you a free shipping bag. But of those that do offer the free shipping bag, I think this is a perfectly legitimate and by far the easiest way to get a little bit of money out of your clothes and just have them completely gone. The other type of online consignment is where you send them your clothes and you will actually only get a payout once they manage to sell that item. So it's a little bit more tedious, but you're also generally going to get a little bit of a higher payout simply because they don't have to take the risk of buying the item off of you and then potentially not selling it. So the payout here is usually anywhere from 15% to 60%, sometimes a little bit outside of that range. But typically they'll take your items, they'll try and sell them for a period of time. And then if they don't sell, again, typically they'll ask you if you want them back or they'll just get rid of them on your behalf. In my personal opinion, this is rarely worth it. So if you're already doing consignment, then you're probably already somebody who doesn't really care about how much they're going to get out of the item. You just want it gone fast and you want to stop having to think about it. And I think this is kind of poor bang for buck in that sense. So if you're going to do online consignment, my personal suggestion would be to do the shipping bag thing and get a small amount of money out of it and just have it gone out of your head. And if you want to make a more significant amount of money, then there are definitely better ways to resell your clothes. Along these same lines is in-person consignment. So in-person consignment works in a very similar way. Basically, you go to the consignment store with your tub of clothes and you give them an hour or two and they sort through all the clothes and decide which ones they're going to take. And they make you an offer either on all of the clothes or on each individual item. And you can then accept or reject that offer. So again, here it's important to understand that you cannot expect a huge payout. So you're probably going to get in the like 15 to 25% range typically of what they intend to resell that item for. So if you're going to do this, then obviously it doesn't hurt to ask them what they're willing to pay you, but do be aware that they are going to reject quite a few of your items simply because they're only going to take things that are almost flawless and that have some value. And if you're not expecting it, you just might be a little bit in shock when you go back, simply because you'll notice that they're taking the very best items you have, and they're offering what seems like a very low payout to you. So again, this is like a perfectly fine option if you want to get rid of your clothes really, really quickly, especially the clothes that have some significant value, and you don't care too much about how much of a payout you're going to get for those clothes, as long as that number is higher than zero. Another way to resell your items is to sell them online, for example, on Facebook Marketplace to in-person buyers or at a garage sale. So garage sales right off the bat, I wouldn't recommend. I think you're going to get a similar, if not lower payout to consignment stores for a lot more time and effort, right? So the benefit of consignment stores is that you just show up, give them your stuff, they give you a payout and the transaction is done. Whereas garage sales require a lot more work. And people coming to garage sales are people 
typically people who are looking for a deal and are sitting at a lower price point. So garage sales typically won't offer a lot of resale value for clothes because those are people that are looking to pay between $1 and $5 for an item of clothing. And probably they're not going to be the type of clientele who are going to pay a really high amount for a designer piece of clothing or a high value item. Things like Facebook Marketplace have slightly better mileage, but it does depend highly on your local market. So almost inexplicably, there are some places where you cannot sell your used clothes really for anything, and there are some that have quite active resale communities. And there are a lot of variables that go into that, but this is really just a trial and error thing. You might be really successful on Facebook Marketplace, or you might struggle quite a lot to get any sort of money. But with that said, if you're not willing to put the time into selling your items individually, but you still want a little bit of a higher payout than what consignment might be able to give you, then this is something that's worth trying out. And if you try it for a few weeks and you realize that you're really not getting anywhere and you know that your prices are reasonable and comparable to what other people are setting them at, then you just know that your local market is weak and you'll probably want to pursue one of the other options for selling your clothes. And then the last way to sell your clothes is the one that's going to get you by far the largest payout, but is also the one that's going to be the most time consuming, and that is selling your clothes individually online. So there are a number of different platforms for doing this, and each of them kind of have their own personality quirks and their own sort of methods, and I'm going to go through a few of them. But firstly, just in general, a few things to be aware of when you're selling your clothes online. So firstly, pictures are very important. So typically, if you have at least three pictures, your item is a lot more likely to sell. People really don't want to buy something online when they only have like one picture of it and the picture is in really poor light and they don't really know what they're buying. So do make sure that you have at least three to five pictures of every item. Secondly, you'll want to get a combination of stock photos and photos of your actual item. So being able to see the actual item that they're buying is really reassuring for a lot of people. But stock photos are also a very good way to catch people's eye. And basically clothes just look a lot better in a stock photo than they ever could with any sort of picture that you're taking yourself. So try to look for a stock photo. And if not, try and take a picture of yourself or somebody else modeling the item, either on an actual human or on a mannequin, if that's something that you have access to. Secondly, all of these platforms are going to take some sort of cut of any sale that you make. So the one that has the most intense fees, I think by far, is Poshmark relative to its size, and they actually take a 20% cut. But with that said, they do have quite substantial customer service, especially if your buyer files a return claim or something like that. And it's also a platform where they just give you the shipping label. So you don't have to deal with any of the logistics of how to ship the item. You just package it up, put the label on it, and then ship it out. More generally, though, resale platforms typically have fees that hang around 10% of the purchase price of the item. And then you should also be aware that these are not set and forget platforms for the most part. So at the very least on most of these platforms, buyers are going to be able to make you an offer and you're going to have to respond to those offers. And there are some platforms where there are very few people who buy outright. So you'll want to build a little bit of a cushion in when you're pricing so that you're still getting amount that's acceptable to you after an offer is made and after you have to pay fees to the platform. 
Some platforms like Poshmark are even more active than that. So on Poshmark, there are a lot of buyers who will ask you questions and who will expect you to also answer those questions if they're going to buy your item. And then Poshmark also has a social aspect to it, which really nobody likes and is a waste. But regardless, you kind of have to participate. So you'll have to share items and follow people and things like that, just like you would on a social media platform. And then the algorithm will prioritize your listings. So you're still going to be able to sell on Poshmark if you don't do all of that, but you'll sell a lot faster if you go in every day and share your items because that's going to kick your items to the top and as a result they're going to get a lot more visibility. So it's very difficult to set and forget on some of these platforms because you do have to interact with these buyers and in some cases like Poshmark for example, there's a lot of other administrative aspects of selling on that platform that you have to engage in. So popular platforms really depend on where you live, but in general, especially if you're in North America, at the very least, I'd encourage you to look into Poshmark, Depop, and eBay, because those are three big ones. eBay is kind of a controversial one because it's not really specialized towards selling clothes, but regardless, there are a lot of people who resell as a side gig who say that they do get a significant number of sales there, and their fees are also quite a bit lower than some of the other reselling platforms. In terms of the amount of money that you can expect to get, so generally the higher value the item, the higher the percentage of its purchase price you can expect. So if you're buying things from Sheen, for example, for let's say $15, that's not going to sell more, for more than like $5. And typically it'll only sell in a bundle just because for a lot of people shipping is prohibitive and they won't want to buy a $5 item that they have to spend like $15 of shipping on. And then higher value items will typically sell closer to their actual resale value. And that's after fees. So that's the price that your buyer sees, not the price that you see and that you're going to get at the end of it. So in order to figure out how to price, I would suggest just looking up that brand and that style of clothing on the platform that you're looking to list it on. But Definitely, like you can go up to 75% of the purchase price of the item that, that the buyer is going to see. So you do get quite a significant amount out of it if you're willing to spend the time to sell each of your items individually. More typically though, so if you're the type of person who buys mid-range items, which is a lot of people, so items that retail maybe between $50 and $150, so those will generally sell between 20 and 40% of their resale price. And again, this depends highly on the brand and the item itself. There are always particular brands that are in and that are very popular on these sites and that sell for very, very close to their resale price. And then there are just some brands that might be really good quality but just aren't popular at that particular time and unfortunately there are a lot of gorgeous clothes out there that are of amazing quality but because the brand isn't as recognized or the style or brand aren't as trendy at the moment you're just not going to get very much out of selling that item and that's just the unfortunate reality of selling on these online platforms. 
there are also forums dedicated to selling on these platforms, especially for people who do it as a side gig. So if you're really struggling to sell your items and you're looking to have people review your online closet to see what it is that you're doing wrong, then you can go to those online forums and typically people are really good about telling you that either you're pricing way too high or your pictures suck or your descriptions suck or something like that. And they'll be able to, to give you a little bit of a course correction. With that said, though, this is by far the highest effort method to sell your clothes. And even though you can sell all of them eventually, just do be cognizant of the fact that especially if you have less than 100 items listed, you are going to go through entire weeks and months where you might not sell anything, even if they're competitively priced, because it's just a matter of finding that one person who wants to buy your item. And that while you might eventually get really good value out of your clothes, it could take a couple of years for you to get through them all and to find a buyer for most of them. With that said, though, I'm not against selling online. In fact, I think selling clothes online as a side gig and as a business is a really good way to make money for a lot of people. I think if you can scale it up, it can be really lucrative. It's just that if you're only selling from your personal closet, because you have such a low number of items compared to people who are doing this as a business, and because you're not as attuned to these platforms as they might be and might not know how to work with the algorithm as well as they do, unfortunately, it can be challenging for a lot of small sellers. And again, I think this is the method where it's the most important to set some boundaries for yourself as to how much money you want to make and how much time you're willing to put in in order to sell your clothes and to really stick to those boundaries because otherwise it can be really easy to get sucked in and to end up spending a lot of time trying to sell things that either ultimately don't sell or sell for very little or sell for an amount of money in total that isn't nearly worth the amount of time that you invested. So if you're new to reselling or you're trying to get rid of your clothes I hope that this has helped you to orient yourself a little bit and give you a better idea of the pros and cons and pitfalls of some of these different methods. And if you are interested in reselling clothes as a side gig, that is actually something that I'm going to be talking about in an upcoming episode dedicated to different side gigs that you can pursue. So stick around for that if that is something you're interested in, and we will see you in the next episode.